Allosaurus. That's enough. It's time Allosaurus. Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Podosaurus here. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Man of the Hour, Lou. Yo, I actually almost stopped and corrected you and called it, told you it was called Retrosaurus, then I remembered that <laughs> it is not. <laughs> and that's like, it. You better say the right name. <laughs> you better say the right name. Oh, wait, I, I don't even know the name of the podcast. <laughs> Just the two of also, us again. <laughs> clapping absolutely hurt my hand and that was terrible <laughs> i bought these so i've been dealing with carpal tunnel for like at least like for a long time but like it's been really bad since last week when i decided to play dino crisis with a steering wheel oh my god um, don't do that if you don't, don't do that if you have wrist and hand pain fun in a lot of pain right now um so i bought these arthritis gloves for them because they're like arthritis and carpal tunnel i I don't know if how tight they're supposed to be because they fit my hands, but the wrists are too skinny. Like yeah. are loose. Yeah. You know, I was getting them so it would make my wrist, you know, compress my wrist too. I just have skin. I have small wrists. I was yeah. told that by a man in college once, and I don't. Uh, he told me I had skinny wrists and skinny ankles, and he said, "I'm sorry, that was probably really creepy to tell you." I'm like, a little bit, but thank you for acknowledging that part. So now I know I have really skinny wrists and ankles. I'm like, so nothing fits right. I have like bayonetta proportions for some things. It's weird. <gasps> you use your hair so, to cover your body as well. I have very strong Sicilian genes. Alright. So yes, but not, <laughs> not by not, choice. Not not that kind of hair. <laughs> I don't consciously think about the hair on my head to cover my body. My hair is long now, so it's it does a little bit, but like, it's not conscious a conscious effort. Like Bayonetta, who is her her clothing is her hair. <laughs> okay, what were we doing? The intro. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. How no, are I've you? Gotten, like, this, <laughs> other than in pain, I'm fine. I had let's see, my girlfriend was off last weekend, so we had like a long weekend the weekend before. Um, to see family for Memorial Day, and then we can't, went back in town Friday, Saturday, Sunday to see friends, and you know finally get to go do stuff in town because we're all vaccinated. And like my girlfriend is a doctor, so she got her vaccination very, very like one of the first ones. Yeah. Um, I got mine about a month ago, and then her friend and her friend's wife they got them around the same time as me, which. Um, her friend's wife has like an autoimmune disease and it took forever to get it. So she was really worried about like going out. And mm. since she finally got it, we were able to go out. We were able to go to like, um, we have, we have a really nice botanical garden in St. Louis. Mm. Most of our stuff's free too. Like you, that one you can pay a little bit or like if you live in town, it's free some days, but most of our stuff's really good and free like our zoo. So yeah, fuck I, everywhere that makes you. I love your you guys' get to go? zoo. Yeah, yeah, I went with Luna it's like, and, and Gray, and it's it's so much fun. And it's not even, like, it's good for, like, you know, for being free. No, it's just a good zoo. I think it's in the top ten zoos in the country, and it's yeah. free because our taxes pay for that. Yeah. Our taxes pay for the zoo, for the art museum, the history museum, the science center, stuff like that. They all have, like, paid options for it, or and some of them might have, like, you know, only a few days throughout the week are free, or maybe only mornings if you live there. But there's so much stuff that's free and, like, it's the Midwest, so living here is not too expensive, so it's actually a good place to have, like, 
kids because all these things you can take them to for free. How many times I had to go to the zoo and like the science center and like the museums like that as a kid in grade school? A lot because it was free and we just paid for the price of the buses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I've because I I, I really like penguins. So I loved going to your guys' penguin exhibit in the the Mm. zoo because they just did redid that I think about a decade ago. Yeah. When um everything was closed up um during quarantine, I think Arzu was one of the ones where they actually let the penguins go walk around because it was cold enough outside for them to be outside of the enclosure, and they just let them go walk around the zoo. Yeah. And I don't remember if it was ours. I know a couple places were like, um, a couple zoos in the country and maybe even like just around the world. They're like, please FaceTime with our um penguins so they stay scared of humans. <laughs> they have lost the fear of humans. So, they need to, like, there's, like, you know, they're, I think it was that, where they're, like, just please, so they, like, have some sense of normalcy, like, for, like, being in the, because they're in enclosures all their lives, there's not really, yeah. that, that's not, I mean, that's a whole thing, but, like, um, like, it's just, we need them to feel comfortable-ish with humans, but still standoffish. We won't want them to, like, run around and just start jumping off things. I do remember going to the zoo once and some guy tried to take a picture and got really close to the penguin and tried to bite his, his hand. It's like, you're dumb. Why would you get that close to a, a wild animal? They are not domesticated in here. That is still a wild animal. I, I think I saw a gif of, of someone trying to take a picture of with one of the penguins and the penguin just took the phone and waddled away and I fucking laughed so hard. And it was it was at your guys' zoo because I, I, I recognize the the... The borderings that they had around the penguin enclosure. Mm. Yeah, no. Unrelated. I've, I got it. Unrelated. Really have you go. played? <laughs> I really want to go again. Unrelated, but have you played Symphony of the Night? Yes. Do you remember the clock tower area? That terrible part with the Medusa heads. Mm-mm. Yeah. So my friend is playing it, and he's legally blind. So like he's. I popped in. He was mostly having a grand old time. And I'm like, have you been to the clock tower yet? And he's like, oh, no. He's like, I'm just walking around. I'm like, oh, no, I'm just, I don't remember when it was. Just, and I looked, I'm like, oh, you're not there yet. You'll probably get to it later today. Because I knew he was going to have the worst time of his life. Because that's where you have the Medusa heads and the harpies. And it's the worst design part of that game. It's yeah. really bad design. Yeah. And I go and I went and looked on Twitter. And he's just like, losing it. <laughs> about the, about that area, so I text him. I'm like, ha ha ha! Yes, you you've you've gotten the rite of passage of some Symphony of the Night, which is to have the worst possible Fun time in the clock tower, the clock and it's worse for him too because his reaction times are slower because of yeah 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 being legally blind. I'm like, this sucks for you so bad, and there's nothing you can do other than deal with it. Yeah, he's playing the PS. He's playing the PS4 version. There's not like you know god mode or something so you can just get through it like because when he played um accessibility options in games are great um when he was playing i think it was the last of us part two and what was another one he played things like celeste i know for last of us he turned off um i think enemy aggression or for them to be able to hear you when walking around because like he could be on top of someone or five feet away he doesn't know how close they are or yeah. maybe he can turn on something. So, like, that stuff worked for him. And same with Celeste. He just, told, like, if he couldn't do something because he couldn't see the spikes, he'd turn on the infinite jumping. Because it doesn't make the game, like, completely easy because you still have to do the jumps. 
But like, if he couldn't do it, he just turned on invincibility or infinite jumps. He's just like, I just want to see the like. I'm playing this for the story, for you know the experience. I don't care about the challenge so much. But he'll try it the first few times. And when you're playing a game like this, where they re-release it and they don't fix anything, yeah, that's like, oh, <laughs> feels so bad for you right now. If I remember correctly, how they did the accessibility modes for The Last of Us as was actually really good. Like you could have mm-hmm. different color codes of everything that isn't mm-hmm. an environmental object. So like ammo would could be like a different bright ass color or same as enemies or things of of traps and stuff like that just to see the person knows. I'm just like I really like the fact that Naughty Dog was able to do that. And I believe they did the same thing for Last of Us Part Two as well. Yeah, it was most like most of that stuff was Last of Us Part Two, like all their big things, but they started out like slowly and uncharted and stuff. As much as I hate their games and just like their general vibe as like pretentious uh, Sony <laughs> studio, yes, yes, they <laughs> have really set the standard for like accessibility options and stuff. Yeah, and I really wish more people would just copy that. I'm like. If they yeah. can do it, and they're really pretentious about how they want their games and stuff to be portrayed, and like, you know, oh, we're going to force morality down your throat, but you actually didn't have a choice, isn't that life, but you're still a bad person? Like, with all their bullshit, you can at least, like, appreciate that part. So hope, hopefully, like, um, I'm hoping Ratchet & Clank that's coming out soon will have that as well. Well, um, it just came out, they, didn't it? So for Insomniac, they were doing that for, for Speederman, for both mm-hmm. Speederman and Speederman Miles Morris. They implemented a lot of accessibility modes with that. Like, for example, it th- there has the quick button time reaction stuff. Mm-hmm. They got rid of all of that. They can have it as a quote-unquote cut scene so that people that don't have good enough reactions to react to it can just be like, I'm just enjoying the scene. And I love that. I actually really do love that because I can't, <laughs> I can't mash as fast as the game wants me to yeah smashing (laughs) options are usually terrible give me like one of the things that's been wrecking my hands a little bit i've been playing final fantasy 10 and uh lulu's um overdrive (laughs) you have to spin the right analog stick (laughs) so like i hold the controller in my left hand and like you can't just spin the right analog so you have to like put hands on both and spin them both together and i'm like sitting there like cranking it and like it's like you got five. I'm like I did. I've been cranking look, it more I'm than right-handed. five. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, how are you guys judging this? This is awful. And there's no way to fix that. I don't think there's yeah. a way to turn like make overdrives automatic in that game. Yeah. So that, that I you know, f- assume that Insomniac is going to be bringing that over from what they did with Spiderman to Ratchet. Not too mm. sure. I won't know until. I, I can't get it imagine them t- not doing it because, for one, if their last two big games had it, that's one. And then after, um, after Naughty Dog just got like awards for it, I can't imagine Sony wouldn't go around and be like, "You guys all need to do this now." Yeah. So if just... they didn't have stuff in there, I'd be shocked. I'd yeah. be absolutely shocked. I I also wonder. That's the reason why the rifts are fairly bright colors and different from the mm. environments because they th- apparently the colors the rift change colors depending on either which character you are or like on certain 
occasion so i i assume mm-hmm. that's the reason why so that if you do have an accessibility mode with that you can change the color of the riffs so that someone that might not be able to notice it as well as within the environment you can it'd be a little bit much more easier to to bring that mm-hmm. out so i really want to play that game i really really like ratchet and clank that's one of my favorite like 3D platformer series, um, probably one of my favorite series on PS2, just de facto because it's really hard for me to. I haven't played a lot of PS2 games, yeah. but like I'm, I still need to finish, um, into the Nexus. I've never never finished any of the PS2 games. I think maybe I finished the first game on PS3, like yeah. um that um remaster. I don't remember, but I did play Future Tools of Destruction, Quest for Booty, Crack in Time, uh, Full Frontal Assault. Played a little bit of All for One, but All for One is like semi. I don't know. It's not, no one cares. Yeah. And I'm most of into the Nexus. So like, I really like everything like after the PS2 for sure. And I liked what I played at the PS2 ones, except for Deadlocked. Yeah. I unfortunately I did finish Size Matters, but that's that and Secret Agent Clank are forgettable. Yeah. So supposedly, like, like the beginning of this, like I've I've been watching probably one or two handful of reviews of who's been of the big names of who's 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 been reviewing this and one mm. of them is Adam Sessler and he, he as as much grief as I give Adam Sessler I really do like his takes specifically yeah. I really like how he does his review process and it's it's like, really great if you guys have a chance go and watch his review for for Russian Clang it's probably mm-hmm. it's really really good and i really liked how they did it like he's he's probably i guess someone i could say that influenced like how i kind of critique games because i grew up with x play like i yeah i watched that a lot in high school until it was gone and like i followed his work out outside of that and then he eventually just like got fed up with the games industry and left but he came back when g4 came back because they're doing it kind of like as a youtube thing yeah i think that's where it's all is um, but like, I've always liked his style. Cause like, even though he always comes across as like, he doesn't like anything overly harsh. He does, I'd say most of the time have good points. He, um, does try and point out the good parts of it, but if he doesn't like something, he's going to tell you he doesn't like something. God, yeah. it makes so much more sense now why I am the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> like I loved his, I, like I never watched much of X-Play cause in Hawaii we didn't, we didn't have G4. And, and mm. things like that as a channel unless you got like fucking direct tv or some bullshit like that so like on the local channels we we didn't have that so it was very interesting mm. to discover him and his name after he left and he went to digital uh rep pro or what who was uh, doing, rev uh, three rev three for destructoid when i really liked his stuff with his during his destructoid time and i really liked how he had his like Sessler Minute stuff, and it mm-hmm. was really great, and it was a really good outlook of the industry as a whole. Who isn't like really tied to IGN or or mm-hmm. GameSpy or things like that? And someone who was like, pretty much a freelancer, but had a when he did do his critiques, he precisely and intelligently attacked those points, and I really like mm. that. And I he's him, very him coming he's very back. Different. I've been really like it. I need to watch the stuff because, like, I've seen him and it's like, you know, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and I just haven't yet. I should go back and watch it. But I always liked his style because, like, I've always liked um, Sterling. 
I liked how they did. They, um, I did like their stuff for a while. I know, but I got tired of it just mostly being, and they've even said in their own defense, they're like, I've done stuff that's positive and no one likes it. So I just stick with that. If you want more of their positive stuff, you want, you follow them on Twitter, things like that. Yeah. But they were kind of that like, you know, cynical British view of it, which they also had the cynical Brit total biscuit was the same way. Yahtzee is just one of the most negative people in the world. Like I'm, I'm done with Yahtzee completely. Like I, I try to watch some zero punctuation. The one that really set me off was, um, his review of the missing JJ Macfield now to memories. I have a big, I really like that game. It's one of my, probably it's in my top 50 for sure. Just cause I have an unsorted, like I don't sit there and think about it enough. Um, but it's one of my favorite games and it was really important to me. And, he just like honestly was just, like typical, typical straight white guy just like tearing it apart, and yes, it has a lot of problems. But what that game's message and how its mechanics work worked with it, and he just flat out ruined the game, like the story immediately. Like I know you watch those reviews for stuff, but like he doesn't always tell you the ending or something. But like he just like said the end, like said the twist said the story ending whatever and just like wrote it off as if it was something awful I'm like you i can't handle this anymore <laughs> i moved <laughs> yeah. away from dealing like with a lot of like overly negative reviewers because i too much for me but like yeah like Cesar was one of those people he's negative he has negative times but like he's usually like if you can if you just listen to him you think he's negative but if you actually listen to him he's not overly he's just very critical in like a way that he like he'll, he'd rather tell you what he likes about stuff. He's not even like oh people only like when I'm angry. He just he doesn't give a shit about that at all. But yeah, that's oh god, I just hit him. Hit, I'm I'm touching everything on my desk, and I need to <laughs> stop doing that. Yeah, you know what's um, funny? The the funny thing is we haven't even got to what we've been playing. <laughs> no, oh, that's fine. I figured that'd come up in a little bit. I I've been enjoying. I enjoy like when we don't just sit, just sit there and talk about that. Like I know. Yeah. I guess in a way it feels like a crutch when we talk here, like, what have you been playing? Because especially when there's four of us here, like, you can't get through a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. And sometimes it's, like, few and far between where all four of us are actually here. Yeah. Um, for, you know, for one reason or another. <laughs> but I mostly just been playing JRPGs anyway, so I figured that topic would come up for another long chat. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I guess I'll uh, go on on my part then. So I finished Mass Effect... Mm-hmm. And I moved Which on one? to just Mass one? Effect. Just one. So now okay. I'm in the middle of two. And apparently I did all the DLC first and not really recognized that I did the DLC first. <laughs> so when um, I originally so you... played Mass Effect 2, the only DLC I got was the Shadow Broker one because, and mm-hmm. the, the final one because those two were essential of going into three. That's why so I figured if I'm going to get any DLC, I'm going to do that. I never did any of the other DLC before that, so I never got Katsumi or Zed or whatever his name was. So getting them and then doing the other DLC first before you do any of the other missions is not a good time (laughs) because everyone is kind of overpowered or you get overpowered weapons that you weren't supposed to have in the beginning of the game. So like, I had Mm -hmm. this electric gun for no apparent reason that just fucking destroys the giant max into the ones I remember that have the liking, shield and armor and, and i remember liking kasumi's dlc i did not like layer of the shadow broker though yeah 
I think because why is she, why is Liara so boring? She's so yeah. boring. Why do people like her? Is because it's like the only lesbian choice in the first game. She is so boring. I. The thing is, it was it's important to her. But the thing I hated the fact that the shadow broker was just basically meat, 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 meat boss of there wasn't anything really smart of how to deal with him you just shoot at him until he dies and I really hated that mm. so yeah I remember like everyone like hyped up um, Liar to me because I didn't play the first game Yeah, so I'm like oh cool yeah I'll get her and I played this femship and like honestly I realized after a while every character I make in games like I either pick a female character and make them gay or make a play a male character and make them gay I'm like okay <laughs> I'm learning a little bit about myself here. Um, but <laughs> um, when I got to her, I was just like, oh, she sounds bored. Then I looked her up. I'm like, oh, this is Lightning's voice actress. I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't know, Lightning and, and um, Liara share a voice actress, and they're just bored. That that they, explains they a lot now. <laughs> Do you, did you play Dragon, Qu- Dragon Age Inquisition? No, I haven't played Inquisition. Oh, she well, she also plays a um, the same voice actress plays. I think it's a dwarf general yeah. or like some kind of in there, same voice basically, but like a little bit more like energetic. Um, it's really funny because she always sounds bored and robotic, and then in Shin Megami Tensei Four, where she plays your AI for your uh, your gauntlet, yeah. she's probably the most energetic she is in any role she's ever done. <laughs> Like, when you're a literal robot, you sound human. This is really weird. So, right. <laughs> Are you going to so, get on a three soonish, do you think? Or, I know you, you just started two, then. I, I just started to, I, I, I got more in. I got, I did the Omega stuff, and I got more in, and, and things like that. So, I just started, I probably won't finish. If I grind through two, maybe I can probably finish. But mm. at the rate I'm going up, I'll probably be up finished the week before our next episode. Okay. So, Maybe Timber then, will be done with it, too. Yeah. And then do three and things like that. And I don't know. Well, I don't know. I might take a break because I'm like, fuck, I, I, I can't play Mass Effect all one sitting. I need to I play did, something else. <laughs> I did two to three back to back. And I was yeah. like, I am done with this for a while. <laughs> I think I, I was getting burned out on Mass Effect 1. But Mass Effect the... One will burn you out really quick, though. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. So I, I tried to platinum it, and that that was, mm. that was one thing of mine. I was like, yeah, uh, I. The reason why I probably got burned out of Mass Effect One really badly was because I was platinuming it. Mm. So, <laughs> I found out that the one trophy that I didn't have before I platinum it and and or and finish the game and platinum it was to do 25 times of this uh, neuron energy blast or something like that. Mm -hmm. That only Kaiden can do. And guess who I killed? I killed Kaiden. Kaiden. (laughs) (laughs) So, luckily, I had a a save file on Vermeer, which is the duality choice of who you're going to kill, Ash or Kaiden. Mm -hmm. And so I had to play that mission twice, but I saved at the point where I sent Kaiden away, and he's gone for like ninety percent of the mission. So, mm. if you chose him not to come with you, 
then he's gone. And I had to wait until you're in the final part of the the game to do the Norm Blast because it can only work against organic beings and you only fight Geth up until the last level. You have like another hour or so of gameplay that you have to do before you go to the last mm-hmm. level. That's why. And that was not a good time. <laughs> But as soon as I got him, I was like, okay, time to switch to my real file and go kill him again and get Ash and finish the game. And I was like, yep, I'm not going to play this game for a little bit. <laughs> I got the I got the platinum and I'm good. I'm good. I am f- fucking good. I don't know if I'm going to platinum too. Two seems like a little bit much more of a grind compared to one. Two, you also okay. have to make sure that you have all the loyalty um, of the characters up to max before you go through the suicide mission and just hope you don't fuck that up. Just yeah. hope that they don't RNG die. Yep. Or <laughs> make sure, I think one of the trophies was like have have everyone live and then have everyone live including your crewmates. So that also basically means that you have to have your loyalties mid-maxed before you even leave for the the before the crew gets taken because it's a race mm. against time if the when the crew gets taken to the final mission because if you don't if you just dilly dally and don't take and take your time to go to that final mission spoiler alert for a eight year game eight year old game at this point <laughs> no yeah it's ps3 so yeah, yeah no. it's been a while. Give or take. <laughs> Give or take. Uh, spoiler alerts for that part, they fucking die if you just dilly-dally on the final part of the game. So, <laughs> make sure you have all your loyalties in check. But I I forgot how to annoy all the other characters because basically I've been trying to rush to get their loyalty mission. And then every so often it's just like, really, really, Shepard? I don't want to talk to you right now. I, I'm busy. Can you Can you come back later? Just every every mission I've done. Shepard, can you come back later? I don't want to speak to you right now. <laughs> I was wondering, so... With Mass Effect 3, there was, like, Galaxy at War um, yeah. gameplay. Like, I'm wondering how they handled this, because you had to find a bunch of stuff, but also the, your, um, your assets decayed over time. Yeah, so I was wondering how they're going to do that, too, because they had a multiplayer game... And a mobile game. And I don't know mm-hmm. if the mobile game and the multiplayer game are in this. Obviously, the mobile game ain't in this. Because it was like, check, oh, log in every day to make sure that you have all your shit, correct? And I I, I have to do more digging into that before I even start 3. That's another reason I'm probably going to take a break before I start 3 as well. Because I, I don't know how... You're you're supposed to get a hundred percent because if you get anything less than that, people start fucking dying in three. That that's mm. that if ands or buts. Even if you meant to have saved them, it could the tide of battle could flip because you just never had a hundred percent affinity going into the to the final battle, if I remember correctly. And I've only so played I'm this look- game once. <laughs> so I'm looking it up. Um since they stripped out all the other things before, everything is tied to Everything you've done throughout one, two, and that. So if you okay. skip to three, it's going to be kind of like playing it originally with no extra stuff and be yeah. rough. But like if you're doing as much content as possible in one to two to three, you should be good for the, like the end. It seems. Okay. 
Yeah, because that's honestly makes or breaks that ending for... Well, not uh, obviously what makes and breaks the ending is the, the fucking... Oh, yeah, you can have... You can be good or bad. You can't get the third ending, though, if if you don't have enough affinity. Mm-hmm. So, but besides that, I'm just waiting until two days from now from time of recording till my wallet just dies. And so Ratchet's coming out, Integrate's coming out. Are you rebuying it, or are you just going to ha- get the upgrade? I'm going to get the upgrade. Okay, so that's, you can always rebuy it later if you really want a box copy on PS5. Yeah. I want that. I'm really mad that Yuffie stuff's locked to PS5 because I'm not going to be able to play it, and I'm just going to be stuck having to avoid spoilers for a year, two years, I don't know. Yeah, so... It's going to really I... suck. I don't know what was the deal between Sony and Square with that. I just assumed that they never accounted that a fucking pandemic was going to happen. <laughs> and that's the reason but, why they're like, well, fuck. <laughs> it seemed deliberate, though, because, like, I knew they were going to do this. I knew they were going to re-release it like this on the next system. I just had a feeling they were going to do this for sure, because I'm like, it's Square Enix. They're going to screw people over. Yeah. And they do. And it just sucks, because I finished... 7 Remake, finished 7 Classic recently, and I'm like, God, I really would like some more of this now. Yeah. And I don't get to do it because it's not coming to PS4, and the the game's not on PC yet. Yeah. So, so And it'll be interesting because, obviously, you're playing, you're playing Yuffie in a part that she wasn't originally in, so... It'll be interesting yep. to see how that goes and what lies in the shadows, so to speak. But it's like I'll, the one bit of content that you like. You have nothing to compare it to, really, because it's all like, because no one knew what she did prior to. No one knew what she did in between when you meet her in Crisis Core and when you meet her in Seven. No one knows what really went on with her because she didn't have a lot of characterization in Seven. Yeah. Even after doing her like affinity stuff or like you know her Wu Tai quest, it's like you know a little bit, but like you don't know what she was up to. Yeah. What's very interesting is the voice acting cast for this in english is a fairly asian american yeah lead lead centric and i i don't mind that (laughs) i don't which has been nice because that that made sure to have like a lot of um asian um asian american and pacific islander like what i I know that's like me being white people like just pulling up all the acronyms and stuff but like they actually went out of their way to make sure the cast was primarily um non-white people of asian descent um, same thing with Like a Dragon did that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, because Like a Dragon's English dub, um, majority of the people are like either unknowns or like lesser known people. Um, yeah. for for majority of them, so it's like it's nice to see the companies actually taking that seriously a bit more. I'm sure we can go on Twitter and just see people complaining about wokeness. <laughs> oh, what was the thing today? So, um. Um, what is it? Cowboy Bebop, they released a photo of the guy who's <laughs> oh, playing yeah. Spike Spiegel. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. people are losing their shit because they're like, oh, are, is it, are they just going woke with this one? That's disappointing. Cowboy Bebop has always been about this style stuff, always been about diversity. That guy's stuff has always been about being as diverse as possible. Yeah. Because the guy, like, I was reading some interview, he's just like, I paid a lot of attention to people, like, you know, the color of people's skin, the languages used, stuff like that. There's no reason it needs to be an all-white, you know, future, an all-white, like, you know, space world. Like, it's 
a diver- diverse groups of people from all over, why would it be just the same generic thing you see in sci-fi all the time? So, yeah. like, even um, he made Sam- Samurai Shampoo, which was like that as well. Even though it was set in Japan, it was still very diverse. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like it's not wokeness, you idiots. It's just. And I was like, it's didn't they new. announce the casting like a long time ago? And just just because, oh yeah, we have the picture for it. It's like people it's, it's because of that because people they well they announce things all the time. Like, yeah. where's like uh like we have remember when it was originally going to have like Keanu Reeves or something in it or some shit? I remember when was like Akira people... was going to star Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, so like things are announced all the time, but until they actually show they're working on them, they don't exist. They're like you know. Schrodinger's uh, adaptation. Yeah. So people get mad, they're like, uh, it's like, come on. Come on. Five, 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 come on now. Come on. Love that. That's a good gif. I use it all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah besides, but I'm, inter- I'm... <laughs> it, besides Intergrade, also, it's... I'm looking forward to Ratchet. Like, I'm really looking forward to Ratchet. <laughs> I'm so jealous that you get to play it. I want to play that so bad. So like 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 going back to our the, the little Adam Sessler talk. Apparently, like everyone has been harping on this, not just Adam Sessler but IGN as well. Jonathan Thornbush, who is a diehard PlayStation fanboy as well, has been harping on the fact that this is such a good implement implementation of the DualSense adaptive triggers. Mm-hmm. And they showed video of yeah, this is what it sounds like when you're shooting on the screen and this is what it sounds like on the controller and it's it's so good and like if you guys can like i i would if you lived here or if i lived there i would show you how to the adaptive triggers it's really really good i really mm. really liked it and i like the idea of them yeah the the idea in the astrobot playroom the little demo the little demo that came with every ps5 it's so good, and it made me a, a believer of the adaptive triggers and the dual sense as a whole. Because at first, when I was reading about it, I was like, "Eh, it's just another one of Sony's gimmicks, like they always do with these controllers that they have." But when playing it, especially with a studio like a PlayStation Studio that understands how to use the controllers to their limits, it mm. freaking works. Like Returnal also knows how to use the dual sense very very well to the point that when it rains you can feel individual drops all around the controller and you can hear it all around the controller and it's so good it feels amazing and it's something that i was like yeah no with if someone knows how to use this controller correctly it's absolutely amazing and Mm -hmm. that's what they did for ratchet as well from what it seems like I'll know on Friday, but I, I really can't wait. <laughs> I'm really happy Sony was able to steal the idea of HD Rumble from Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, it's like, so good. It's like, it's HD Rumble. It's HD it's Rumble, HD guys. R- you guys have had this. It's HD Rumble, but f- Nintendo has done nothing with it since 1-2 Switch. So, Nintendo's done stuff in theirs. It's just the problem with that stuff being optional is that... Um, it also the HD Rumble is like that's like the DualSense is an advanced version of the HD Rumble. They have yeah. done stuff in it. It's just a lot of companies don't do it because it's more effort. 
Like yeah. some do it simply, like you can almost hear like the different sounds. If you play Animal Crossing, surprisingly one of the good implementations of it, depending on what you're using, the feeling of the vibration when you hit rocks, Top trees, stuff end. like that, it's all different and like the vibration actually kind of makes a sound that goes with the sound in game. Like it like is very reminiscent of it. That worked. Um uh, I'm trying to think of Breath of the Wild didn't use it. Um Xenoblade used it a little bit for um the different effects for like fire, electricity, things like that when you do combo moves. Uh, the problem is it's just when things are things are used the best at the beginning of the console's life cycle, and if it's optional, everyone's gonna drop it and just do standard. Yeah. That's the problem. Because remember, um Microsoft's um when they had the Xbox One, the thing you could do was the triggers rumbled. Yeah. Like when you're doing things. And like this is an extension of that as well. Like it's the idea of taking further with the dual sense. And Microsoft was one of the few people or few studios that did anything with it. Because if you're like say you're, you know, I'm just gonna say EA and you're making the Mass Effect collection for the Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, versions kind of for all that, or at least upgrades or, you know, enhancements, and PC. Are you going to focus on one console's gimmick and give a lot of attention? No. No, you're not going to at all. So that's the problem. Like, you'll only ever get it from first-party stuff probably within the first two years of a system, and then they'll drop it. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. I'll. I'm pretty sure how how Sony is gonna do this. They're probably gonna fucking force it like how they used to do it with the touchpad mm. and all that crap. Knowing Sony's, how Sony is. <laughs> I I just have one thing to respond with that. Uncharted, the Golden Abyss. Yep. <laughs> that was Sony's crowning jewel. Of making people use all the gimmicks on a system to the point where it's unplayable. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing yeah. a grenade, take your hands off the controls to flick the controller, the, the, yeah. the touchscreen to throw a grenade while you're being shot at. Which Uncharted, you're always doing a lot of um, gun firefights because you're murdering people, and they, know, they never you know acknowledge that. Even though Naughty Dog really wants you to think about morality in their games, unless it's Nathan Drake. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about him. So that was bad, and then also you had to use the front and back touch screens to like manhandle a like the back spun the thing around in the front. You used to rub it to like clean something. You'd hold yeah, the yeah. system up to a light all, all the so that dust. The, the screen <laughs> dust was there. Yeah, there's a microphone, so you had to blow into it. I think you yeah. had to hold the camera part up to a light so it would show you a burned in image in secret ink. And when you paddled in a boat, you had to take your fingers off the controller and use your thumbs to move back and forth, hopefully in rhythm, on the front touchscreen so you can actually paddle down a straight line. Oh my god, that game is so insufferable to play. Oh, and when you go into aiming mode, um, you, gyro's fine, voice gyro is not. You had to go into yeah. gyro in first person to aim with a sniper rifle, and if you're not good at that, or not used to it, hmm... <laughs> that was a game. Sony Bend. <laughs> I like Assassin's Creed Liberty did that as well, but yeah. like at least it wasn't too bad. The only one I had a problem with was you had to put your fingers on the front screen and back screen together and act like you're ripping open um a letter and it didn't work sometimes. Sometimes you'd have to shut off the system and bring the system back on. 
just yeah, to get it for, to work. Uh, yeah, no, I had that problem too as well. That happened to me in uh, Uncharted, and I lost so much progress. Even my friend, he got so mad. He's just like, it should just work. I'm like, it should, but welcome to technology. The more complicated technology gets, the more bugs happen. So just shut off your system, shut up, and power back on. Welcome to stuff. He he got into PC stuff, and he's the type that complains when things don't work. I'm like, you should not be a PC gamer if you can't handle having to fix stuff. Yeah. You should not. Anyway, what were we talking about? Ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after Ratchet, <laughs> and the other game that I'm I'm looking forward to this this coming week is Guilty Gear Strive, and that's out already. It's it's out for the limited edition pre-order people. So. Oh really? That's weird. Because like I rated someone today that was playing it. Yeah. So whoever oh, pre-ordered the or bought the limited edition versions, you got it two days earlier. For everyone else that got the standard edition, it comes out on the tenth. It comes out on hmm. Thursday. So interesting. That's a weird way to do it, but you know, who am I to judge? Yeah, Arc Systems can do whatever the fuck, because they are probably one of the biggest 2D fighter, anime 2D fighter people around as of right now. They're kind of like one of the only ones that's still doing stuff for the most part, because they even, they made like what, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, um, Cross Tag Team, Dragon Ball Ball Z. Yeah, so like they do so many. They did the persona, like in a persona read, all that stuff like was brought back. But like they do majority of the two D fighters that are like mainstream. I know people. There's still other ones, but like they're the fighter people. Yep. So it, it's interesting. This is probably the most hype that Guilty Gear has gotten in a long time. And it's as funny. a person that followed Guilty Gear, it's really. It's really good. <laughs> All it took for Guilty Gear to get in the spotlight was to disappear forever, be replaced by a bunch of other franchises, and then come back after being a guest uh, <laughs> a guest character in another game. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, and the, the soundtrack is supposedly amazing, and I can't wait for that. So. Yeah. I've never gotten a Guilty Gear. It's always looked cool, but like I'm just terrible at it it's 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 fine like a lot of people have difficulty with like those the the anime fighters fighting i like the i like the the idea and playing um arcade like uh 2d fighters i'm just i play arcade mode and that's it don't ask me to fight anyone else i can't yeah i can't do it (laughs) no trust me i i understand like Virtual Fighter came out. Uh, the HD remastered this past like last week or something. Virtual Fighter Five, so it's really good. It's really crisp. It's probably the best it's looked in a while. Even though you can play it on Yakuza Seven and like a dragon, so okay, that's what I thought. That's the same version, right? It's the it's the original version of that game, <laughs> but this okay. is the prettier version of that game <laughs> okay because when uh, when i saw it when people were talking about it i'm like pretty sure this came out in like a dragon like oh no no i'm like okay i'm pretty sure it did though might be a different version but i'm pretty sure this isn't the first time that system's been av- that game's been available on console you yeah. just had to buy another game to play it yeah yeah <laughs> and it, it's just really funny that you can fit all of virtual fighter into yakuza <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you excited for Lost Judgment getting a 
Sonic the Fighters? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, like, I can't wait. To, this This upcoming week is really good for gaming. And then... At the end of the week, at the end of the month, it's fucking Mario Golf, and I can't wait. I really can't wait because I need to pick up my Switch. <laughs> I think the battery died, so I haven't I haven't checked that in a while. I've been like carrying my Switch around and my PS, my Game Boy and my PS Vita, and I'm just like I haven't played a lot off stream in a while. Mm-hmm. Like I my my hands have been in such pain. I I feel like a broken record, but like I haven't. I don't know what people think people have going on when you don't leave the house, but like it's pretty much my hands hurt and I stream today. That's what that's what goes on. <laughs> so I've been taking that, been trying to take a break because like I mean I like handheld games and I just can't play anything on handheld. Holding the controller hurts right now, um, but like at least on stream I've been trying to play anything with like I'm like okay I have an arcade stick for the Super Nintendo, I have an arcade stick for the PS One. Oh, I just bought a fishing control, a fishing rod controller for the PS One, so I can play Breath of Fire. I saw that. <laughs> so that's gonna be fun. Um, also, I don't know if it'll I, be useful for anything else. Per per your talk on the stream, should I be looking out for the Final Fantasy Ten Two PS Two gun controllers? Yes, because I just brought these up to someone else the other day. I'm like, I would like them. Um, there's also a um, a Resident Evil 2 controller that's awful for the PS1 that I'm trying to, um, buddy of mine's trying to help me get a hold of. Yeah. But yeah, so I've just been like, I'm playing Chrono Trigger on stream because Mike can't play any action games for a while. Mike, I just have to take a break from them. There's nothing I can do about it. It's like either this or just be in pain for even longer. At least Chrono Trigger's been fun. Like, that's really all I've been playing. I played that, taking breaks, and just like falling asleep on the floor. Those have been my games for a while. <laughs> I'm still also in post-RPG depression after Xenoblade and just, like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like, I tried, I've tried. i been trying to play Berseria, but it's, I'm getting a hard time trying to get into it. Yeah. I've tried a couple times, and it's like, it takes me a while for Tales games, and then eventually it clicks. I'm like, okay, I got it, and I just haven't gotten there yet. So, like, it doesn't help. I've been playing, like, sporadically every two weeks. Uh, maybe I should just start Trails of Cold Steel. Just, just come back to Berseria later. But I recommended someone Bursera, and they're like, I fucking love this. I'm like, oh, I'm glad. I haven't gotten anywhere in it yet. I, I recommended it off of two hours of playtime, and I'm happy that that was enough for you. <laughs> yeah. Not really much is coming out for me anytime soon. Like, most stuff I want, I think, is end of summer. It's just really just waiting for um, Nintendo to announce another, uh, like... Xenoblade. I'm just waiting for whatever Monolith is looking like and do. Yeah, that's me. That's me. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's all. That's it. That's that's the whole thing. So, shall we move on to to what's coming up this weekend at the time of recording? Um. First, let's quickly go through. Did anyone see the Sonic the Sonic <laughs> announcements? So I I followed the highlights, but give me a rundown of what pretty much happened live. Okay. <laughs> So, this is how it started. I Okay, I took a break. The day I played this, it just hap- I watched this, I just happened to be playing Sonic 3D Blast and Sonic Boom those days, mm. because someone redeemed one, and then the other one, like, they voted for it, and it just happened to fall on the day they were doing it, so we watched it. Because yeah. we had, like, any way to get a break from Sonic Boom. So, <laughs> we watched it, we turned it on, whatever. Um, it started with the video playing, 
going for like 30 seconds, stopping, going back to the pre-show, and then starting again. So I'm like, we're off to a good start. After that, um, they announced, let's see, their announcements included Sonic skins for a an Olympic game, Two Point Hospital, and I think one other, one other game. Mo- more stuff for their mobile stuff, like um, Sonic Boom... There's a Sonic Boom mobile game, which is just an auto-runner, and Sonic Dash 2 or whatever. Then they announced Sonic Origins Collection, which is Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, which this is the first time Sonic 3 and Knuckles um, have been released in a while. Like, like upgrade. These are all going to be upgraded 16 by 9 um, Like, they like look like they're being, like basically being pumped through the Sonic Mania stuff. Like, they're giving that treatment, so it's going to look like same games, but, like, new enhancements. Hopefully more than just... The same game, hopefully more than that. Sonic CD is part of that as well, so it'd be cool to see these get like, because three Knuckles and CD have never gotten like full like proper mobile like you know upgrades. One and two have gotten the Sega Ages treatment, and Sega Ages is like they had companies who knew what they were doing, kind of rebuild the games for new systems while keeping uh, faithful to the old design, but like adding some new features so I'm, I'm hoping it will be taking that route i know they're going to charge 60 bucks for that and i'm not happy <laughs> they didn't say that but i know i know they will after that um roger craig smith um was re- confirmed to be coming back to play a sonic which makes you think the whole thing was just a publicity stunt that they f- he left and then came back within like two months so uh, that early they just noticed everyone got really mad when he left I don't know what that was about. And they're doing a HD remaster of Sonic Colors, which, awesome. I think it's going to have 4K support on the systems that support it, so I'm looking forward to that. That's a good game. That is a good game. And they're making a two-part OVA for it that looks like it's in the style of the e-surance commercials from the mid-2000s. Not a fan of the art style at all. Or Yeah, <laughs> not, not a fan of that. <laughs> Um, what else? Um, they tease some more info about Sonic Prime, which is not the Amazon Prime, but the, the Netflix TV show. And oh. what was else after that? Then they're like, oh, here's some other stuff, some merch and stuff. Oh, they're making Sonic Bling, which is, like, for people interested in hip-hop culture, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, what's that guy's name? The Hello Fellow Kids guy walked out, and he's like, for those of you who like hip-hop culture, and it's like, basically, gold chains with um, Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, and I think Shadow, and like, it looks like they're like, um, like, hip-hop culture, like, jewel pendants type of thing of their heads. Okay. And that's something they're gonna be launching. If anybody would like to buy me the Shadow the Hedgehog one... How much is I it? I will let you see. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen yet, but I will let. I will send you a picture of my feet if you buy me that. All right. <laughs> you don't want to see my feet, but I will do it if that sweetens the deal. I think. I've so seen that was all feet. that. <laughs> yeah, you probably have. So that was the big thing. That was like pretty much all of it. Then they're like, "Hey, one more thing," because they brought out the um, leader of Sonic team and like stopped the like the white guy that was like doing the presentation. They're like. <laughs> He's like, one more thing, we've been working hard. And they're like, oh, let's see what it is. And then they cut over to this trailer that was just Sonic running around a weird, like, symbol that would probably turn into the logo later. But, so it started it, showed no gameplay, had this. Then the feed buffered 
crashed, came back, and it was over. And we're like, oh shit, did we miss something? Looked up the video, we didn't. They didn't show any gameplay or anything for this game. And it's just <laughs> new Sonic game 2022. I'm like, you guys <laughs> really should have showed something more than ports. You're pulling a, a Nintendo. And yeah, a logo. You're, pull, you're pulling a Nintendo with Zelda. But the thing is, Zelda's been getting new games. Sonic hasn't had a new game since 2017. You guys need to show more than just, here's the Genesis games again. Like, the Wii game, great, but we already knew about the Wii game from leaks. So, it was a shit show and we just made fun of it. I love Sega. Sega, please follow me back on Twitter. I love you guys. I I make fun of you out of love, which is what I tell my girlfriend all the time. <laughs> so please please follow me back on Twitter. We're friends. Also, can you tell the Yeti to support this podcast? Yeah, I was going to say, Yeti, can you sponsor my boy Kill here and sponsor the Pottersaurus because we talk to you about you on a daily and weekly episodic I'm, basis. I've talked yeah, I talk about him daily on stream. Like you really should you should sponsor me <laughs> and and all my work. But yeah, that was that whole thing. Kind of going off that, just slightly related, Yuji Naka came out with uh, the game a little while back called Balan Wonderworld, which was critically panned and tanked. Uh, he was fired from Square Enix. That poor dude has not caught a break, but he also has not made... He has not had a good time since he left Sega. I'll just say that. Yeah, And unfortunately, he did kind of offhandedly mention that Wonderworld was his last game. If it wasn't going to do well, it was going to be his last. And I mean, we'll, s- uh, we'll see. I, I definitely think he still has like some good ideas left in him. The problem was he tried to overly simplify what this game was going to be. He was making a very simple, like, he was making a Genesis game for the PS4, but the problem was nothing scaled. Um, it's like he learned nothing since the Genesis came out. It was a very simple game, one button stuff, no dialogue, just all gameplay. And, like, kind of puzzle platformer, but the problem was it was too simple. And his scope was too narrow for gameplay and too wide for the world. And mm. he really needed people to reel him in and honestly make huge change. When There was such a big backlash to the demo, and when they showed it, they really should have taken that to heart. But I think Square Enix probably was just like, well, you already blown your load. We're not giving you any more money. So I honestly think he was just doomed from the start. Pairing with their, like, working with Square Enix honestly is not a good idea. Um, they're mm. not a company that likes to take risks really much. Um, yeah. Especially with their the Japanese side of development. Like, they do have things like um, Life is Strange, things like that, that, like, at the time were very... Not groundbreaking. I don't I don't think they were groundbreaking games. In, well, in some ways they weren't, but, like, in gameplay-wise they weren't. But, like, definitely mm. they're, like, the tone, the stories they pick. Life is Strange, Tell Me Why, The Adventures of Captain Sunshine, whatever... Those are stories that like are in, like themes that are typically not um, touched upon in games, and when they yeah. are, not well. But for a moment that was there, not for a moment mm-hmm. there. I thought you were going to say the adventures of Captain K. <laughs> no, we, we'll get to our Captain K, re- our, our our legally required Captain K reference here soon. I'm sure, um, but he. Uh, um, like that's not from their Japanese side of development. They are a lot more open with the ones where they just give money to in the West than they are with their own t- 
talent in the, mm. like their own domestic talent, which is obvious from like how Kingdom Hearts and stuff work. Kingdom Hearts just does the same waffling of stuff. Like when Kingdom Hearts three, Disney pretty much had complete control over that, and Square Enix just put money into it, and that's why it's a train wreck. Same thing with fifteen. Fifteen's a big mess too. Um, but they're all very safe things, comparatively. I don't know. Yeah. They just... I don't know. Square Enix really needs to figure their life out, or else they're not going to be uh, relevant too much longer. Yeah. They're... they're I don't know what, what Square Enix is going to do. Like, I was... I, for one, was looking forward to Warner World, because the character design looks really good, and it would look like a absolutely amazing figure... But mm-hmm. I, I don't even think they're going to do that now. <laughs> yeah, like, it has that art style of Knights and Knights. Like, Yuji Naka, is Yuji Naka the artist for it as well, or? I believe so. Like, let me double check if he's the artist for it, because, let's see. Who did this? Who is this person here? Naoto Oshima. Okay, so Naoto Oshima is, he was on that team. He's the guy that created Sonic Eggman, Knights, um, the Burning Burning Rangers, stuff like that. He's like the the artist behind the style of um, like the like of all of Yuji Naka's work for the most part. Yeah, his style is very interesting. It's a it's a unique style. No one else really does stuff like that. It's a lot of like you know whimsical gestures and things like that. Bound Wonder World had that, and it's just sad that. Weird, like, you know, that's one of the few relics from the 90s that, like, not a relic, but, like, one of the few styles from the 90s that isn't replicated often, and just see it kind of wasted on a game where it was, like, a bunch of wasted potential. It's just sad. It's honestly, the whole situation is just sad. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot. There was one other thing that was announced mm-hmm. that we weren't able to cover, and that is the Dragon Quest stuff. <laughs> Oh, that Dragon Quest Three remake looks cool. They're using the yeah. Octopath trial, uh, Traveler style. Yeah. I don't think Dragon Quest Three needs to be remade again, but um, <laughs> this will probably be the way to get me to play it, just because I don't like NES games. Yeah. NES uh, games suck. I also think this is a ploy for them to sell their figures, <laughs> because oh, so definitely. they only have they only have the Yushas for mm-hmm. for three. And I'm pretty sure they want to make everyone else. So once they once the game gets released, they'll pump up the 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 amount of money to have everyone else as a figure for their Bring Arts line. So mm. and then obviously Dragon Quest Twelve also got announced. Who knows when the fuck it's going to come out? <laughs> Apparently, so I, I... it's going to be a more adult game oriented game. I don't fucking know what that mm. means, but. I'll see if they stick to that. Apparently, it's not going to be turn-based either. Like, 11 was already testing the waters to, like, get rid of turn-based, so... Yeah. We'll see. It's like what Square you Enix said is last just, like, episode. allergic... Yeah. Square Enix is allergic to, like, the one thing people keep asking them for. Yeah. Um, I... I don't like to ask for remakes or anything, but if there's one property Square Enix is sitting on that would honestly translate very, very well, just based on how it already looked to the Octopath Traveler style... It's Xenogears, because that was 2D sprites on a 3D background, and it would work so fucking well in that style. Yep. And that would also give them another outlet to make more figures of them, because, honestly, 
those designs for those figures look absolutely for amazing for Xenogears. I really want a model kit of the Weltall so bad yeah. because I think you yeah. buy like one kit and you can make all four main ones like that were based yeah. on that same body. Yeah. I need to get through Xenogears. I haven't finished it yet. I really wish they would just sell the IP to Nintendo. I really wish they would sell the Xenogears and the Xenosaga IPs to Nintendo. Let Monolith Soft remaster them. I'm not, again, I'm not usually the type that's like remakes, remasters, whatever. Xenogears is hard to find and expensive. Xenosaga yeah. also, one, two, and three. Three is worth $300, not more. Yeah. Let them remaster them. They want to work on Xenosaga. Let them rematch them. Put in maybe like more references to, like, see if there's any way that they can connect them together because they've always kind of wanted to. And just put them like all together and just have the Xeno series all under one roof finally. Because, like, uh, Namco seems like they'll play ball with Nintendo. Square Enix is just, like, sitting on IPs for no reason. Like, in, like, I, you know the dude from, like, the director from Monolithsoft wants Xenogears. Like, I'm sure if they could have put Ellie or or Faye into Xenoblade 2 like they did Telos and Cosmos, they would have. Like, Xenoblade 2, if you, including having the DLC, you can get Cosmos, um, Telos... Uh, Elma from Xenoblade Cross, Shulk and Fiora from Xenoblade 1, and then, like, obviously Xenoblade 2. So, like, they already had, like, they pretty much had as many people as they could. And they brought back the voice actress for Shion from Xeno, Xeno Saga as, like, a, as, like, you know, one of your creative character voices for Xenoblade Cross. So it's like they're trying to get these, this together, and it's like, well, just, Play ball. Monolith is my favorite developer now. Please play ball with them. <laughs> I'm begging. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, and then done. they also they also announced an offline version for ten, and they don't know if that's coming out to the west or not. And everyone's just like ten, pissed. <laughs> ten's boring. You guys aren't missing out on anything. Like you really are not. <laughs> just look up. Well, that's pretty much it from the last two weeks. Yeah. E3 is coming up, so we can, like, I don't know, why don't we, do you want to do questions or E3 things first? Let's do questions first, and kind of get okay. that out of the way. So, unco- uh, like, unusually, we're going to do questions first, um, just so we can get them out of the way, because there's a little bit of stuff in there. We're, how are we out on time? Oh, we're only an hour. an hour. I feel like yeah, we've been talking right. longer, but I think it's because it's already 10 o'clock here. Um, so here, we're going to pull questions from my Discord server, if you want to join the server, or tweet at the Potosaurus. Um, I will look at the questions. Um, these questions are all from my server, which is where we also do weekly voting. If you'd like to be part of that for the games we play on Thursdays for community week or community day. So enough, uh, self-promotion in my own content. <laughs> so our first question is from Seabass. Um, I asked people to ask questions about JRPGs, E3 predictions. There'll be a mix. I'm going to go through all the ones that are not E3 first, because once we do, we'll do E3 after this. First one's from Seabass. Which game gave you the biggest case of post-JRPG depression? It would be Like a Dragon. I could honestly probably agree on that one. I'm sure there were other ones where at the time I was, like, pretty, you know, upset about it. But, like, Like a Dragon, I don't think I played anything for a month after playing that game. <laughs> like, yeah, at all. I was, Outside I was of stream, was just like... I was, I was lolling. I was playing sports games, for God's sakes, after Like a Dragon, and... It it's been it's been a hard break to go back to an, a JRPG, and or an RPG in general because I, I mm. lit a fire under my ass to even play Mass Effect. 
Like, it's, um, it's hard for me to... Usually by the time I'm at near an end of a game, I just want to see the ending. I delayed the ending of Like a Dragon as long as I could until I'm just finally like, okay, we're going for the end. Like, I, I pushed it off as long as I could, did everything except for Dragon Cart, and I'm like, fuck it, we're just going to the end. Let's see. Second one from Bakuman. Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy? See, I grew up with Final Fantasy, but I like the mm. character designs for Dragon Quest a lot more, even though it's just Dragon Ball. I think I probably, honestly, same. Like, Final Fantasy, I played, I've actually played through most of them, but, like, if you're, like, if you're, like, telling me you can have the entirety of the Final Fantasy, you know, uh, library on this one, like, disc or something, or I can have a plushie of a Hoimi slime, of the heel slime, I'm taking the heel slime. Like, yeah, Toriyama art just, like... Even though I'm not a huge... Like, I, I I like Dragon Ball, but, like, I'm not a diehard fan of Dragon Ball or Dragon Quest. Like, Toriyama art, it just hits you right in the nostalgia, and it's just comforting. On At my workplace, I have a paperweight that is the metal slime. So oh, nice. I really I want the... I um, fantasy things, but I have a lot of Dragon Quest things there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I have, like, a, a summer towel from Japan that's a Dragon Quest towel. If I had, yeah. like, a choice, I'd just have, like, Dragon Quest shit all over... And just not have any of the games. Like, I just like it aesthetically. Yeah, I like I, I like the slimes. I think, like, the slime designs, even the one, like, the king slime, I would love to mm-hmm. have the giant-ass plushie just to, like, throw on the couch as, so. See, he made something, it's very simple. They all have the same face, and they're all just, like, really derpy. Yeah. And, like, if you play the games a little bit, like, you fight them, but then sometimes one will run up to you and say, I'm a good slime, and then you don't kill that slime. Yeah. And it's just... There's just something about the personality, but all the all the character designs have personality. But yeah. like, I couldn't tell you a lot of Final Fantasy ones because they're not consistent. Yeah, like I oh. I don't know, like like there's some obviously like um the Marlboro stuff like that, but like I'd rather like I'd rather have slimes. Like sorry. <laughs> Speak speaking of derpy, did you see the announcement of the one to one scale Slowpoke plush? I did not. That- that Pokemon is doing. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll have to look at that up in a little bit. Hold on, uh, I have a photo of it. Let me see if I can drop it. <laughs> you find it? Yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, that's cute. I have a big Whalord that I need to restuff. <laughs> yeah. Like it was already like I had to like wash it anyway, and the stuffing was getting all weird. So I just like, uh, like disemboweled it and just brought it with me and washed it. And I just haven't fixed it yet. Yeah, so that's one-to-one scale Slowpoke. Nice. Yeah, it's big. See, I like when they do those. They did that with, I think... They did a pretty big um, one of... Snorlax. I like... For some reason, every once in a while, a Japanese name for Pokemon will, like, come into my my head and just, like, crash into the English name and just fuck them both up. I'm like... uh, uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But... Okay. Uh, next question um, from Tomoske. Uh, what obscure, not very well-known JRPG title would you recommend to people to try out? This is a hard question because it's like, what is niche now? Because, like, if you told me to go track down, um, I don't know, Breath of Fire now, I would, like, if I didn't know that was a series, I wouldn't know because there hasn't been a new game um, on console since the PS2. So that series has become a bit more niche because it's no longer around. 
Whereas, like, there might be a Final Fantasy game that's actually niche, but that, like, series is not. So. Yeah. Like, you can say the old Chocobo RPG games. Like, no one knows that Chocobo had an RPG game. (laughs) Oh, all the PS4. Like, they had, like, what? Like, Hataraku Chocobo and, like, Chocobo Dungeon and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, they had three of them, if I remember correctly, and I was just like, wow, no, no, it's like not not much people might knew that. If you asked me this question like four months ago, I would have said Saga Frontier, but now because of the remaster, mm-hmm. like that's in the forefront again. And like even that Saga is like not an unknown series, but like it's definitely fallen by the wayside until more recently. Yeah. So like, yeah, like I could see that. I'd even say it's still kind of niche because people are seeing it now, but like. Do they know that there's a sequel to Saga Frontier? Yep. <laughs> like, things like that. And then, like, things uh, that, like, I I, I wouldn't know if it's niche or not because all my friends or my tight-knit community of friends were all playing it. We were playing Legend of Lagaya and Lunar mm-hmm. and Ark, Ark the Lad and stuff like that, but I don't know if you would consider that niche or obscure mm. because all my friends were playing it at the time yeah that's like kind of the thing that's kind of hard to like go to now it's just things that like if i would go up to b i'm like hey have you ever heard of yeah like even just like arc the lad or like arc tactics stuff like this like oh hell yeah i played those as a kid like oh i just heard about it today but you know when that came out it even had like one two and three the monster arena and then like a combined version of all the games together like it was that popular enough um, but now they're just like, the Ark series is dead. Uh, what's one that I could recommend? Oh, mine, like, it's not, like, necessarily a good one, but, like, um, The Last Story for the Wii. It was made <laughs> by... Story? The reason why I say that is, I'm not saying whether or not it's good or not, um, but it is made by the creator of Final Final Fantasy. It was a game that only came out on the Wii. It only has British voice acting in it. Um, and it's pretty <laughs> much disappeared from people's minds. I know it's a weird one, but, like, no one remembers it other than they might just have heard of that name. Yeah. Same thing with things like Infinite Undiscovery. Not necessarily that these games are all good. I think they're all worth trying. I think most games are worth people's time because, like, just because they didn't set the world on fire when they came out. Like, Last Remnant is not a bad game, but when it came out, no one liked it. But now when they did it, and, you know, here's an HD remaster of it. People are like, oh, my God, Last Remnant, really? <laughs> All there's there's tens of us who love this game. Tens of us. And like um what's what's another one that kinda of like that? Um Enchanted Arms. That's another weird one to check out. Eternal Sonata yeah. for the PS3. A lot of these like just kinda of went like by the, by the wayside. They're not even niche. I don't think they are, but like no one remembers them. Or Wild Arms. Probably the only reason why Wild Wild Arms got relevant again was because it was thrown in the PlayStation Classic. But Mm -hmm. no one is going to talk about the classic that is Wild Arms 3 or something like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or the fact that they have Wild Wild Arms Alter F, which is a remake of the first Wild Arms for PS2 that's impossible to find now. There are five main series uh, Wild Arms games. Um, a remake of the first game on PS2 and a hand and like I think one or two handheld games. Mm. Most people probably only know the one exists. Yeah, would you call <laughs> would you call Metal Gear Acid a JRPG game? <laughs> um, it's a card battle RPG. Like it's um, that's the thing. It's a card battle action. You don't actually level up. It's a 
it's I, I, it is and it isn't an RPG. I don't know because you don't actually like gain levels or have experience yeah. or anything like that. It's just you get stuff to, you get money to buy to cards. Boost, so it's to buy cards and boost. <laughs> so it's a deck based action game. Yeah, like it's more of a puzzle game than anything. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other games. Skies Arcadia kind of niche. Yeah, like Skies if you know Arcadia. Sega, you know it. But like I've not even like gotten very far in it before. Like when I was a kid. Um, Evolution, again, not a great game, but, like, they, there's two Evolution games. I didn't know that until recently. Um, there, all these things are worth checking out. Time Stalkers? Just anything on the console, like, any Sega RPGs, check them out, because they're not, they've probably not been ported. Um, it's just really hard to decide what's niche and not known anymore. I'd say if it's not a current series that's still around, most people don't know it. So, like, niche is becoming... Um, it's just really like honestly showing a generation gap for a lot of things like because if you know it you probably grew up with it or if you're that age and you didn't know it someone that was that age told you oh, it's really odd it's it's just weird to think about the one it's a good question just because it's so hard to answer it let's see um Tom's questions for e3 Borb asks if I made a JRPG would you play it um and what is this emoji pleading face? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the gotcha game as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're still waiting on that. Is it going to be a gotcha RPG? So we're going to have Xenoblade 2? <laughs> um, let's see. Do we have any others? Okay, we have two more that are, like, specifically are, like part of this RPG questions. Tofu's first question, will when will... will eh. <laughs> when will Lost Odyssey come to us again? That's uh, a good question. <laughs> probably not I mean they made it backwards compatible they gave it away for free for a while and it's on a what do you call it um, it's on Game Pass I think or you can still buy it on P- on Xbox I think there might be an HD like they might remaster it but like was that Mistwalker as well yeah, honestly anything so. Mistwalker made last generation for RPGs um, someone's gonna have to bankroll them to do an HD re-release or something because there's not gonna be any new Blue Dragon Lost Odyssey, Last Story, they're not making anything. They're not going back to any of their old IPs. I think they said they don't have any interest as well. Like, um, hold on, let me look up Mistwalker real quick. Because I think they flat out said they have no interest in going back to Last, to last Story. They, let's see, they did... Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, Ar- Archaic Sealed Heat, uh, Blue Dragon Plus, um, Away Shuffle Dungeon. Never heard of that one. Um, blue, another Blue Dragon. There are three Blue Dragon games. Did you know that? <laughs> then they made Last Story in 2011, Party Way, Blade Guardian, Terra Battle 1 and 2, Terror Wars. That series, I think, is might, might be over. Then they just made a game called Fantasian, which looks really good. <laughs> and it's only on Apple Arcade. Yeah, I was going to say, I, re- I think I remember that game. <laughs> I hope it comes out in other stuff, because I would like to play it. Um, but yeah, uh, honestly, the answer is probably not, not, not going to. Yeah, unfortunately. Just if you, um, if you want a physical copy, buy it soon. If not, get a digital copy and buy an Xbox Series S and just have that be your, um, your retro gaming machine. Cause you can also hack it to play emulators and stuff. Yep. Nice. That's what the Series S is, is pretty much for, for a lot of people right now. Hmm. And Tofu's last question: Since Disney now owns Marvel, since Disney now owns Marvel, 
When do you think we'll see those bastard Avengers in a Kingdom Hearts game? Honestly, I'd say no. Like, probably never. So, this goes down the lovely Tetsuya Nomura line here. Mm. Originally, one of the worlds for three was going to be an Empire world. And they Mm. were going to do a Star Wars world. They had the backgrounds already drawn. The the world was going to be implemented in the Death Star and stuff like that. They already had everything drawn up, but they weren't allowed to get the okay. And I think one of the things that Tetsuya Nomura really wanted, because he really liked Star Wars, he really wanted mm-hmm. the Star Wars world to be in 3, at least. So... I think I it's know. unlikely. I don't know. Like it, I mean, it's possible because who knows? Like we also thought Pixar would never be on the table, but it seems like if it didn't originate from Disney, it's unlikely that it will get a world. Because yeah. like I know Pixar is te- that's a its own little thing to get into, but all the worlds so far have been Disney created this, not bought it. I think the only exception is Nightmare Before Christmas. Which they didn't, but they had the first option to grab, and then they bought Buena Vista Studios and then owned it, and that's the only one that did not originate at Disney that became a world. Yeah. See, there's that, and then also the Tron one. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's live action ones. Like, Pirates got two worlds, basically. Yeah, Pirate has two worlds. Yeah, yeah. If, if, I, if it's I not Disney know. original or like you know prior Disney prior to them starting to take over everything, yeah. um, it's probably unlikely they'll probably be when they start running out of um, ideas because Marvel's like kind of operates on its own a little bit too, and they're very yeah. particular about how characters look. And if it gets into the point where they're like, well, it needs to look like Chris Evans if you're going to have Captain America, so they have to get the rights for Chris Evans, it might not be worth their time. <laughs> I mean, you can have generic security guard man like they did for the Avengers the game. <laughs> True. But so and another thing is too it would make sense that you would have the Avengers one because Tetsuya Nomura did he I'm looking at the figures right now. He did character designs for these Avengers Bring Art ones. Mm-hmm. They look fucking amazing by the way. So, if you if you guys have the chance to look at those, it's really really good. But if the Avengers were going to be in a a Kingdom Hearts game, a it would only be a numbered game, and mm-hmm. it would, I don't know. I think the Star Wars one would come first because I think Nomura would want the Star Wars one, mm-hmm. because he's he's such a fan of it as well. But it would be a numbered game. It wouldn't be one of the the three five eights over two days or dream drop mm. or anything like that or symphonica mesmora or whatever random word generator latin random word generator that they have at square right now so this is unrelated and you can decide if you want to keep it in or not b is currently playing dark souls one and she's still stuck on the uh, asylum boss <laughs> She keeps right. dropping down and getting pounded, and it's been like it, I think about five times so far. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. So that's all the questions we had um, pertaining to that. The rest we have are related to E three. 
Um, maybe we can look and we can. I'll ask these, and it will kind of lead into things, um, especially because Tom's first question is: Which showcase are you the most excited to see at E3, and what games are you most excited to see be, see or be announced at E3? So, at least running down the list of which, uh, where do I have it? Going down the list of, like, the E3 shows there are going to be. Let me get the schedule up real quick. Is that it, Polygon? Okay, so the ones are going to be, which, hopefully this will go up a little early. Um, we're hoping to get this up earlier, because, um, the week of E3, I'm going to try and put up some videos on YouTube of me and Ken... Uh, you know, good old reaction videos. I'm hoping we can, like, watch them and, like, um, you know, watch these together and talk about them just kind of like some Potosaurus. Not live. <laughs> live, but not. Um, Semi-live. <laughs> um, I'll probably call it, like, Potosaurus reanimated or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, the first one is, it starts Saturday, and it's just going to be Ubisoft and Gearbox. I'm. I don't know if we're even going to touch either of these for videos. Probably not. Um, I hate Gearbox with passion, so no. <laughs> they're both companies and, that I um I sleep when they make games. So, and Ubisoft is just Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Far cutter. Cry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This it's, it's yeah they make Ubisoft games. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, that's the Ubisoft Forward and Gearbox Entertainment's thing. I don't care. Um, Sunday yeah. is where probably are going to be our first thing, so I, I, the video will be up. Either the video will be up that day or the next day, and it's going to be Xbox and Bethesda. Um, anything you're hoping to see from either of them? So, the the rumors are trickling for Bethesda is that they're going to do the the Starfield game. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to have more information about that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. It'll be for the lulls. I wouldn't mind seeing <laughs> Skyrim on the PlayStation Five and Xbox oh Series X, <laughs> just so I that mean, it can coming. rival it can rival GTA Five to be on all three consoles. <laughs> yeah, GT or Resident Evil Four is just like sitting in the corner, like rubbing its hands, like <laughs> yeah. just you wait. Um, I'm hoping that they announce a new project from Rare. It's been a while, yeah. and that company is only really working on Sea of Thieves now. I know they're not the Rare from when I grew up, but I'd like to see what they can come up with. Because even though I'm not a big fan of Sea of Thieves, it does it did show that they can still there's still talent in the studios. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like would- them to bring back an old Rare property. I don't care which one. Um, well, I know they're bringing back Perfect Dark. That we already know yeah. that one. I'd like would to see you more want of that. Them to- bring back banjo because of the addict success that he had in smash i'd like to see that or like there's always people kind of floating around they're like they probably would either they probably would just remake the first game yeah. that's kind of like the the general consensus is like that's like the one everyone likes so they might just remake that i wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing like remakes of previous square games or no, pre- previous rare games yeah um i mean square games we're gonna see remakes of no matter what um, I'd like to see that since they own Bethesda now. I'd like to see something new from the Fallout um, franchise that shows that Bethesda is going to work with Obsidian because it owns both of them now. Yeah. So if we got like a Vegas two or something like that, that'd be you know whatever that would be like something where they're working together. 
But that means um, Todd Howard was wrong, and '76 was a a, a bumbling fuckfest, which it was. <laughs> I only know like one person who plays '76 still, and I follow her on Twitter, and I'm like, she's like, I'm only playing this because I really like Fallout. To be honest, at this point, like, fair enough. Um, and I just want to see Microsoft kind of just come out with something, like just like they they showed like when they announced the Series X that they have a lot of stuff in the pipeline. I'd really like to see just something new from them because yeah, I'd like what? to see them do stuff that's not like what Sony's doing yeah, and just show that they still got something because they kind of went on a buying spree to buy up portfolios. Like, I want to yeah. see what you got going on. I want to see, see what you like, got. So, Rumblings is Cuphead, one of the Cuphead DLC or, like, one, uh, like another game. Obviously, Gears... Uh, might be too soon for years, honestly. Though uh, we'll probably see Halo again. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna see a lot of Xbox Series X upgrades for games, like Square, like Sony's been doing for PS5. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if like there's a brand new texture pack for a bunch of the games that they already have out, or yeah. you know, new features for it. Let's see. I I've... for Xbox as a whole. There isn't really much, to be honest. Like, I, I, like for me, because I really like Halo, so I want to see that series succeed. But just seeing how Infinite disappointed me on that first look really did not help it, and it looked so boring. <laughs> it looked so boring. I'm and hoping that if, they've had time to like work on it still because they delayed it. Hopefully, that yeah, they they've gotten it. some good feedback because they do like Microsoft does seem like they're willing to take um into consideration like like public response from things now yeah. so i they've done a lot of work with their like their image and just like pr and everything like that so i feel yeah. like they're still i mean they're still a big corporation at the end of the day but i feel like they're doing better so maybe infinite yeah. will look better now especially after everyone kept making fun of todd or whatever they were calling that brute <laughs> yeah yeah one of the the one more things that i would love to predict is announcing Game Pass for another console. Mm. Either the Switch, Apple, or the PS5. I feel like we'll most likely see that from a, from micro from a from Nintendo. Nintendo. I feel like yeah. if anything they'd put Game Pass on there and have all the games that they've published be on there yeah. like it'll probably have your Minecraft in there. Um, yeah. Your Ori in the Blind Forest. They might even allow Banjo and stuff on there, like things that were already on Nintendo or things that could already run on the Switch. I feel like they'd be the first person, the first company to get it. Yeah, um, and then like Octo Octopath Traveler because that's available yeah. on Game Pass as well. It would be wise of both companies to work together on that. I like the idea of Game Pass. As yeah. far as, like, owning it's, stuff, it's bad, but, like, if you're just, like, someone who's, like, I just want a console, I want to come home, I want to play games, or I want to sample things, I use Game Pass to sample the game. If I really like it, I'll buy it. Yeah, same. So, like, same. like um, if I, I just got Game Pass again three months for a dollar, I always wait until they do stuff like this. I'm going to try and give Dragon Quest Eleven another shot. If I end up liking it, I'll just buy it for or Switch or something. Because I don't use my Xbox one that really much. So. Yeah. Like, Game Pass is really beneficial. It's not like it's good for... A lot of people say it's good for people who are on a budget or broke people or poor people. It's like it's not because subscription services are predatory. 
but yep. it's good for yeah, people yeah. who if you can get it at a good deal it is a good deal or if you have kids great you know here's your xbox one s here is your game pass don't ask me for anything ever again so i hope they show on to the next one or yeah i say like i think there one more thing will probably be showing more stuff for elder scrolls 6 Ooh. it's been a while yeah it's been a while and now that they kind of have locked into hardware that they're going to be on for a while now it's likely here's the thing do you i know there's been rumors that starfield is going to be an xbox exclusive do you think Elder Scrolls Six is going to be exclusive for Xbox as well, or I I hope not. It, but honestly, it should be because they need to be locked down. Bethesda needs to be locked to a certain like to one hardware because they suck at multi-platform. They just do. Um, yeah, they do. Case so. in point: <laughs> Oblivion. Oblivion did not run well on the PS3 when the PS3 version finally came out. <laughs> It's, it's I think what's going to happen is lulls. a lot of their stuff is going to be either, mo- like I'd say, very like unlikely-ish on the unlikely end, Xbox exclusive. More likely multi-platform with the Xbox version being on Game Pass day and date and like preload available and like the PS5 version being um, not Disc. like no kind, no, yeah. no no deal for it. Yeah. The I think that's the most likely. A less likely one is coming out on Xbox first six months later or something on everything else. Or a- another thing is probably that it'll be on Game Pass, look better or the greatest on Xbox consoles, and then semi okay on the PlayStation. So, uh, so uh, the show situation. <laughs> yeah, the show situation. It'll be the reverse of the show where it looks okay on. The Game Pass, but it looks phenomenal on the PlayStation 1. <laughs> Let's see. Next one up is Square Enix um, in Eidos, Montreal. They're, they have a new game come from them. Apparently, I forgot Platinum was working on Babylon's Fall. I forgot what that is. Um, I'd like to see more Platinum stuff. And then there's Life is Strange remasters and a new game and some adv- some stuff for Avengers. I think we'll see stuff from 16. We'll probably see stuff from 14, 16, and maybe a one more thing, a Final Fantasy remake part two. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't put them past that. I would want them to do an actual gameplay trailer for 16 this time around. Mm-hmm. They, I know they were really early in development when they showed it. They're like, we were like, you know, uncomfortable, but like, at least it was in-engine stuff that they showed. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. this is not representative. It's just kind of like what we're thinking of right now. I think we might then, see 14 coming to Xbox. That would be very interesting. They Well, the thing is with 14, I don't know if they would announce anything for 14 on here because of the fact that 14 in and of itself can be its own. It can be thing. its own like thing, yeah. It doesn't need to be part of it. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily need part of it. But the fact that you have the director for 14 and 16 in the same show, if 16 is going to be shown... You might as well just scoot fourteen on there as well because of the mm. fact that it's the same director. Honestly, I wouldn't mind. The, that's probably the thing that they'll announce if Square is going to bring him on or have him on. Say, hey, go on the Xbox One. Tell that fourteen is also going to be available on the Xbox cross-platform because mm. that's how it is for PlayStation and PC. So. 
that, that what they works. need to do is um well the, well the, I'm thinking they might do is they might do a collaboration between fifteen and in or sixteen and fourteen. Like yeah. if they show like a gameplay trailer, be like, okay, well you can get the armor for you know the main character now or you know next patch or with Endwalker or something like that, just to like yeah. hype. I'm thinking they might show possibly a follow up to Kingdom Hearts. I don't yeah, think it'll it's probably too be the, soon. the next. It'll probably be the next mini game of the series. It'll probably be one of their spinoff titles. I don't. I don't know if they're. They probably aren't going to do a, a a four yet. They'll probably do a those spinoff titles. I see. Think they might do an announcement of four in like a very small trailer, like at least of like what's going on. Because I mean, there was a secret video for the Melody of Memory, wasn't there? Yeah. That pretty much <laughs> spoilers of Melody and Melody, Melody. That pretty much said, "Hey, yeah, we're at the same part that we ended three with, where Sora is still gone, and I'm going to become the. I'm going to take my Keyblade Mastery exam. <laughs> Kyrie, <Okay>. me Kyrie. <laughs> um, so I hope for, that they'll Go for ahead. Square." I want to see more info of Project Triangle Strategy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think know if they'll, they'll announce m- it here or Nintendo. I don't know which I one. I feel like Nintendo might have another demo for it soon. Just yeah. like, you know, like yeah. they did with Octopath. Like, okay, well, we took your feedback. Here's a new updated demo of Project Triangle Strategy. Like they did with Octopath and then probably a release date um, with Nintendo. Yeah. I think that's probably going to come out next year. Yeah, they might it seems like... It, but- end of summer next year i'm I'm Mm. probably like september august or september i can probably see that i'm hoping that they show like so after saga frontier got remastered they said they're going to do that with a lot of more subject or you know games in the series like okay saga saga frontier 2 is coming back you know they're gonna do that um hc remaster of saga frontier 2 um Saga Unlimited, a couple other games, because they've been working on like bringing Saga back for a while since the romancing Saga ports got on Vita, PS4, and yeah. Switch. So, yeah. and I think they even said they're working on a new Saga game. So, like we might see something. If we don't see something now, we're gonna see something during Tokyo Game Show for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I wouldn't put it past Square to announce. Well, I don't know. Is up. Hitman still part of Square? No. No, they aren't. Okay. I was going to say, I wouldn't mind seeing another Hitman game, but... I think they just made Hitman 3. Yeah, they just, or like more DLC, because like yeah. how they always do the episodic games. You might see on the so. PC gaming show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after Square Enix is Warner Brothers, neither of us care, really. Like... The, only, the only thing that I would care about that is there has been rumblings that NetherRealm Studios is doing a Marvel fighting game that isn't like the Marvel versus Capcom style, mm-hmm. but like an Injustice style, because it's been a while since so Net I, so I, since I follow the fighting game scene. So NetherRealm Studios, who does Mortal Kombat and Infamous, or not Infamous, Injustice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've been on a track of the last four releases of two years, two years, two years. It's been three years since Mortal Kombat 11 came out, obviously, because last year of the pandemic, they probably weren't going to release stuff or they had stuff planned that was 
kind of mixed up, but they have been them. They have. There's no inkling of saying that there's going to be an injustice game. I wouldn't mind that if they do do an injustice game. But now there's a bunch of rumors just yelling from the background from the fighting game community Twitter saying that they had teamed up with Marvel and they are doing a injustice style Marvel game. And Mm. I wouldn't mind that. It's a studio that I trust for this style of fighting game. I wouldn't mind seeing a more brooding timeline where the Marvel universe is fighting against each other and it's more believable compared to injustice where you have literal a God Superman (laughs) And how yeah. does Batman or Harlequin kill Superman? <laughs> I mean, they could um, they could even like if they want to have to like set it during the movies, like there's stuff they could do like towards the end of like, um, and like near end war stuff before like the Thanos snap. Like, there's definitely stuff they could set it during too if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then obviously they have all the stupid Arkham stuff right now that they're probably mm. gonna be divulging more information about with the Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League because they only gave a a movie trailer or trailer of it There's there was no gameplay it was just yeah. strictly movie movie if I remember correctly and then the Gotham Gotham Knights whatever game that they also had that's probably also pretty coming out pretty soon I wouldn't be surprised if they that got a release date around this time but Besides those four, three or four major outlooks, well, maybe maybe if there's a another Lord of the Rings game, I've been I've been mm-hmm. waiting for that. But besides that, nothing nothing too much out of Warner there. Yeah. Um. After that's the PC gaming show. We will do that one, and we will be bored. So. Yeah. Yeah. We could almost do that live. It's at 4.30 p.m. my time. We could even, like, record it as it is. There's also the Future Game Show. Don't know what that is. I don't really... I don't care. The Future. Then Monday, um... At... Oh, these are actually later than I thought. Um, so, like, the Take Two and stuff like that. All the other ones are, like, early in the day. Capcom's actually at, like, 5... Uh, 4.30 my time on Tuesday. Oh. So that's more doable. Like, I can end stream and we can just hop on and, like, record stuff. Um... Capcom is it? Yeah, it's then. Um, I know they're going to show stuff from Ace Attorney. They're going to show stuff from Monster Hunter. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more Resident Evil stuff and probably a lot more Ace Attorney. That's what a lot of people are thinking anyway because they're both at an anniversary series. I think. Yeah. So. I, I don't wouldn't put Capcom. I wouldn't put it past Capcom to announce the last fighter for the. Street Fighter fighting pass that they have or a more in-depth trailer of Akita, which is the next DLC character that they'll probably have for Street Fighter 5. Either that or they're going to wait till Evo. Mm-hmm. I, w- I hope they don't wait till Evo because it's Evo is just always a flash in the pan while they have their own centered here. For Resident Evil, I'm pretty sure they're going to announce more stuff for the anniversary. I wouldn't put it mm-hmm. past them for that. We'll probably see. We'll find more information about Reverse because they delayed it. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a season pass announced for Village. I don't think it needs it, but we'll probably get more Mercenaries things and maybe a story 
thing like we did with Resident Evil 7, where we got Not a Hero and End of Zoe. Um, How were uh, those, I, by the way? End of, Zo- End of Zoe, or let's see, Not a Hero, if I had to pay for it, I'd probably be upset just because it's like whatever, but it's fine. For free, it's fine. End of Zoe's fun, but kind of janky too, because it replaces the gun combat with fisticuffs. So it's a your mileage may vary if you're going to enjoy that or not. So you just punch in the, the, the mold people thing? Yep. Yep. I think they're worth playing. I definitely I liked most of the, the DLC that I played of 7. I won't play any of the banned footage because it's too much of um, torture porn for me. I can't get... I'm not in that style of horror. Um, okay. But, I mean, if you're like into that, like there's a bunch of that. And a lot of people like them. I'd say overall, like gold edition for, for Resident Evil 7 is worth your money. But I... I'd be surprised if we saw... For Resident Evil, I think it's going to be a lot of like stuff people are going to be disappointed in. They might do HD remaster ports of 1, 2, and 3. I don't... People are expecting them to announce a remake. I don't think we're going to see a remake of anything. God. These, these people, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. There's a fan remake of Code Veronica currently in the works. It looks nothing like the original mood of Code Veronica... Probably, if they don't reuse the exact same voice acting and stuff, it will get rid of all the campiness. And the developers like, we do plan to put releases on console. I'm like, you're going to be lucky if this makes it to anything before you get a C and D. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolute idiots. Absolutely. Either they're 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 trolling or they're stupid, or both. Yeah. And Um, what is the next game they remake anyway? Code Veronica, maybe. A lot of people think they'll skip over it and go to 4. Um, honestly, Code Veronica is not super important for the story. We'll most likely just see a port of that, if anything. But I, it's the only one that's not on PC. That's important. Um, and Monster Hunter is Monster Hunter. I don't know. Yeah, they'll show more. I haven't played Rise in, month, in like a month, so. I know the other thing, they're going to show Pragmata, which is the... Um, the game, everyone's like, oh, this is Capcom's Death Stranding. That looked interesting. That was one with the, like, um, the, the, the ghost man. girl. Yeah, and the spaceman. <laughs> that looked interesting. I'd like to see more of that. Yes. Yes. That did look very, very Kojima-esque. And mm. I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for Capcom. For, for oh, my one more thing for Capcom. Oh yeah, part this, of is, that. this this is my my dream shot is they just end with Capcom presents Marvel versus Capcom Four. Come on, baby, let's get that Pringles. My one more thing would be for um them to get Hideki Kamiya and <laughs> um <laughs> and Shinji Mikami get them to come over on screen and just flip off the camera and end, and that would be perfect. <laughs> And then it goes to Beautiful Joe, what, what, what would be on 4, 3, or 4? <laughs> um, it would technically be 3, even though there is a DS game that's a sequel. So the yeah. next number one would be 3. Let's see, after Capcom is Take 2, um, I sleep. I don't care about Take 2, I don't take care about Take 2, 2K, Rockstar, don't care. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, what is Take 2? It's 2K, yeah, so... It'll probably be all the sports games. You're going to have sports, you're like, going to get another look at GTA 5, and probably another, another look port at GTA of Red... 5. 
they're not going to talk about... Everyone keeps on saying GTA 6, GTA 6. No, they're not going to talk about GTA 6 for another two years. Mm-hmm. Even uh, even Adam Sessler was talking about that. Like, I don't know why, what's the thing with the whole um, GTA 6 thing, because that will take the winds out of the sails of their upcoming GTA 5 release in the, the uh, in autumn, so that doesn't make them anything and gta 5 mm-hmm. online is making them a buku of cash so why would they want to move away from that cash cow right now let's see oh yeah so that was it for for monday tuesday uh this is where nintendo and treehouse is um it's gonna be at like 10 a.m my time so i'm we'll we'll look at this afterwards i they said let me see Reveal new details on upcoming Nintendo Switch games. I think they said it's majority things they've already announced. I would be surprised. We'll probably get some new stuff as well. Um, But I'm pretty sure they said most of it's going to be announced titles only for the most part. Probably going to get a Smash reveal. Probably going to get a Smash reveal. Do you think that we'll get date for Breath of the Wild 2? I think we'll get maybe more information about Breath of the Wild. I bet they'll have... If anything, if they don't, they'll probably have an announcement for another Zelda um, centric vid- or you know thing soon. I think we'll just get like little stuff for Skyward Sword, um, Pokemon, Breath of the Wild. I don't think it's coming out this year. Hmm. Definitely not. I think it'll come yeah, out next year in March. It seems like Pokemon is shaping to be this fiscal's. Red money winner for Nintendo because mm-hmm. Sh- uh, Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond is November with Legend of Arceus or well, wh- whatever the game is called. Mm. Pokemon Legend of Arceus. Out, yeah, coming out in January, I think. Either January or February. Oh, those are surprisingly so close like, together. Yeah, they're fairly close. So I think those two are going to be the, the big attractions for mm. this fiscal. I wouldn't put past them to be like, yeah, we'll put one in March to close out the fiscal strong. But who knows? They might wait to the next fiscal because who knows what they have in the the pipeline after Breath of the Wild 2. That does remind me, um, Bari asked, um, do you think they'll announce a Switch Pro, yay or nay? I think they'll announce new Switch hardware soon. Um, we're getting to what four years? Are we three or four yeah. years on the system now? Um, I it's don't. Getting the, I think it's it's okay. So it came out the year I started streaming, which was three years ago. I think. Yeah. Or was it? No, it was the year before. I think on Nintendo Switch. Nintendo <laughs> Switch. When did Breath of the Wild come out? <laughs> that that'll give us. <laughs> Oh, so okay. So the system is four years old now. I think okay. by next year we'll. I think we'll probably get a pro. Most likely, I think we'll get a new system. I hope we'll yeah. just get an update because the system needs it. It's old hardware at this point. It's already weak. Um, it's not going to get any good ports or anything anymore. They're going to have to have to do something new. Um, yeah. So I hope they just like. You know, they can keep the backwards compatibility, I guess, but just make sure the stuff for the Switch Pro works better or whatever it's going to be. I think they will just because our, um, Pokemon Legends Arceus looks terrible on the regular Switch. 
I can't I mean, imagine. He had, chingling, he had chingling going like five five frames per second on that one one video. Oh, that part. was such a bad. <laughs> that was such a bad reveal. I'm like, are you kidding me? Um, and I so. just think so much stuff that hasn't been like released for the Switch isn't going to come out. I think Breath of the Wild Two is going to be a, the Switch successor launch title, um, yep, just like Breath of the I Wild One was. It'll be playable that's on both, what... but I think it'll be a be like you know lead platforms a new one. I think yep. um, Bari is also asking, does Bayonetta 3 still exist? I think Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime 4, and Breath of the Wild 2 are all going to be Switch successor games, just because yep. there's no way they, these games have not come out yet. If they yep. like, if they haven't come out yet, they're not coming out now. Like, Metroid was just, re- like, they've redone or restarted development not that long ago again. Um, Breath of the Wild, we still don't know anything about it. Um, Bayonetta, we haven't seen anything since they announced it. I think they're all going to be Switch successor games at this point. On the topic of Switch Pro, mm-hmm. I think whenever Breath of the Wild 2 gets a hard date, they're going to announce it. Yeah, They're going to announce when when that... The official announcement of the quote-unquote Switch Pro. I think that's when... Whenever Breath of the Wild 2 gets the announcement date date thing, they'll also throw that in as well and i also do agree that rcs is probably going to be it plays on the original switch but i think it'll look better oh yeah on the pro so i would want to say within the fiscal Mm. of this year either within the fiscal of this year or or start next fiscal year yeah or april i think that's what i really think if they're going to announce dates for everything if if all the leaks and rumors are to be perceived to be real I think that Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, whatever it's going to be called, either gets released in March alongside with the uh, the Switch Pro or the 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 success hardware successor to the Switch mm. day and date or they'll wait till early April for to have that boost in sales in early fiscal because they're mm. going to be playing the fiscal game like a lot of companies are because of what's been going on. And, like, we, they might, I think a lot of the reason we haven't seen stuff is, depending on what they're doing for a successor, they might be um, hurting for parts right now, like the PS5 and the um, Xbox Series X. I think the reason maybe we haven't heard anything new about it and that stuff is because they might be stuck behind, like, you know, like, between a rock and a hard place trying to get parts, depending on what they were doing, or they might be redoing it. I think even Sony's, like, redesigning some parts of the PS5 five if they can to use other parts just because it's, it's going to be a long time like because they, they do that all the time there's revisions to hardware yeah. all the time even but without them like you know here's a slim no like um the dreamcast never got a hardware revision but there's like four distinct versions of it for like the u.s market yeah. um yeah. let's see uh the sega genesis has a bunch of different ones like all all systems do because like once one part's cheaper and more efficient they will swap it Unless it's yep. cheaper to keep what they've already had. That's just how they work. Mm-hmm. Like, even the Switch, they already replaced the battery and stuff in it. Like, there's the red box switches are better than the launch ones. I have a launch one. The red box ones yep. have, like, double the battery. And it's like, you wouldn't know that that's an upgraded hardware version, to be honest. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's Nintendo, and then, yeah, so, I think their one more thing will be either a Smash reveal, or I want them to announce something from Monolith. 
there I've known we've been knowing they were going to set different models it's, for a while. It's been a while since they did that, so I wouldn't put it past them. Because I wouldn't be surprised something. if they did Monolith reveal, um, right, bring back the fact that they are doing like in some order they'll do maybe sm- switch or smash reveal, remind people about Mithra and Pyra, and then maybe lead into a Monolith um, reveal because we know they've been working on something for a while. So yeah. just in Xenoblade Two came out twenty seventeen. I know Definitive Edition came out last year, but that was a remaster, so, like, that's really not that big of a deal. So, like, I, yeah. I think it's time. I'm praying for it to be time. Just give me something. Now, shall we play Devil's Advocate and and wonder what is going to be the Smash character? <laughs> uh, I want it to be Eggman. Okay, so still an Eggman thing. Mm. It's 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 Sonic's anniversary year. I'm just still, like... Yeah, it's Sonic's anniversary, so I guess it would make sense here. See, I don't know. <laughs> it would be. I, I. I want it to be a character that they haven't done the series for yet. Yeah, I mean that's ideal. Is something brand new, like even yeah, though even though Xenoblade new. got its second one, it was still very different. It was yeah. like they're not from the same game or anything. Yeah. So, I. <laughs> Kyo Kisaragi from <laughs> from King of Fighters. I don't know. But you know it'd be too Go, close to Terry. <laughs> really surprise us and put Ichiban Kasuga in there, and announce it yeah. um, like a dragon. No, th- that could be that could be Tekken's one though. I don't think they'll Bandai put. Nabco. I don't think they'll ever put Kiryu in there because he can't hit Whammon. But I think um, can't hit Whammon. I think um, we'll see Kasuga though. I think he'll be in stuff because he doesn't have a canonical uh, chivalry thing to him. He's just like fuck it. I'm gonna punch that thing. Yeah. Or Majima. Oh, got Majima. I don't know if... (laughs) That'd be great. Just him and his bat and like... Oh, his final smash could be Majima... uh, um, Majima Building (laughs) Company. Well, the the Majima Building Company. Uh, What was it called? Majima Construction? (laughs) Yeah. I've never played any of those, but I just know the Majima memes because I follow the subreddit for it. Yeah. Um, let's see. So that's that. After that is Bamco. I honestly have no idea what they're going to show, except for, um, Scarlet Nexus. I yeah, think we'll Scarlet see Tales Nexus. of Arise. Yeah. Probably at Anime Fighters. I wouldn't be surprised if they announce a new My Hero fighting game. Mm-hmm. Or a, another Jump, jump Fiesta game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tales of Arise for sure will be there. Um... I I um, my my one more thing. I just hope it's just something Xenosaga related. It's <laughs> throw me a bone. Uh yeah, probably uh Tekken, probably Tekken related as well. Cause I don't know, they they haven't announced if <laughs> the president of Poland, who is a DLC character, but she is canonically in the Tekken universe, the president of Poland. <laughs> If she was the last DLC character, well, she is the last DLC character for the fight pass, but they could always just make a another fight pass, because, like I said, the evidence have been really damning that a Yakuza character was going to be in Tekken, mm-hmm. but they could also wait to do Tekken Eight. So, but that's 
pretty much it on my end. I'm not, I don't know much for bat, um, Bamco. Yeah, I, just, so. I don't keep up with Bamco too much, so like, yeah. That's technically so, the end of E3, and then after yeah. that's EA Play Live, which I don't care. <laughs> there is something in the beginning of E3, which is <laughs> Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, and there has been heavy rumors that... Sony is going to be a major player in the Game Fest activities. Mm. Personally, I don't care because it's Jeff Keighley. <laughs> but we'll watch it and record it. But if nothing happens, we won't put it up. I think. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of intentionally see if anything big comes up off of that, and we'll 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 if you see it, you see it. If not, then you'll you'll know. But that's. It that's for, that's for... it. That's that's <laughs> our E three predictions. So hopefully you guys enjoy what's going to come out from this week because I'm this is the first E three in a long time that I've been actually been able to participate in. So mm-hmm. last year it was really funky because they canceled most of it and then it like kind of came. They did a digital thing, but like no one cared. Everyone just did their own thing. The yeah. last E three I remember paying attention to was the one where they announced RE seven. Yeah. Um, and that was while I was in Japan, so, yeah. Oh, there is one bit of news we didn't touch. Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty is now in Fortnite. Now, apparently, he, he he has a very different animation style as well to kind of... Oh, yeah, he's a car- he's cartoon-looking like, completely. Yeah, yeah. so... So he's just going to stick out. Did you ever, did you ever yeah. see the episode where he turned himself into a pickle? Like, he's he was a pickle. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I hate like I hate Rick and Morty. I don't use I don't use hate all too much, but I I hate Rick and Morty. If there's three things I hate in the world, it's Rick and Morty, their fans, and AEW baby. Those are the top three things. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all for me. At least on this end. But yeah, we're, you have anything you want to pimp out before we kind of go off the air here? Um, I'm still working on bringing YouTube stuff back. Um, girlfriend being enough, I always have an excuse for not doing shit, I swear to God. It's just my life is like that. Um, I'm still working on YouTube stuff. I'm kind of going to think I'm going to go in a different direction. Of like, I started writing up, I had like half of a Retrosaurus episode. I'm like, I think I'm going to go in a different direction. The next YouTube stuff up for sure... If not something this week, it will be the E3 stuff, um, starting probably Sunday. Um, then after that, I'll try and be more regular with things. I have a couple ideas for some stuff I'm going to try and type up today, tonight, this week. So, yeah, just basically follow my YouTube channel if you don't already. And I'm hoping that we'll have some new content in there just because I need to get my, my brain moving again. And, like, just, I need, I think working on stuff will pull me out of a mental funk for sure how about you so on our site i actually did an interview with the four member co-ed band tricot so if you guys could read that i had a lot of fun with them as well they are a band that i actually really really like and they are very experimental in sights and sounds as well so Hmm. but if you want to check that out go look on ongakuyu.com it is the featured article on top of the site there so go and head and take a gander at that if you guys can but 
where can we find you, Gil, on you, all the social media stuff? You can find me everywhere at Cody Hunter. You can find me on Twitch Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. at 7. I never do this right. You can find me on Twitch every morning, Monday through Friday, at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. I play retro games, RPGs, jank games, otherwise. Playing a lot of RPGs at the moment while my hand recovers from painful carpal tunnel pain, um, which currently is Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy X. Um, I also do community days on Thursdays, and everyone gets a chance to vote for a game that they'd like to see, so try to get a lot of participation in there um, in ways, and yeah working on getting YouTube and everything back, but my socials are Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, there's a MySpace out there somewhere, and I have a TikTok, but I haven't done anything with it. I, I, <laughs> I haven't done anything. I don't understand TikTok yet. I just, like, don't have the mental desire to dive into that yet. I would assume as well. <laughs> but How about you? You can find me on... Well, let's just say this much. I haven't been on Ongakidu for a while because I've been taking a break from that because I've been focusing on the site more. So if you want to follow my my lovely adventures in the Japanese music industry, you can follow Ongakudu on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow the website at ongakudu.com. Majority of the articles is done by me and a bunch of interviews and reviews and such like that. You guys can take a gander at that. I'd be highly appreciative. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboco, Herobo, and more Aina Aiba, because I'm just a very lonely man. Mood. Mood. But, yeah, I want to say thank you for joining us on this episode of the Potosaurus, and look forward to our wonderful E3 blowout of 2021. Goodbye. Bye-bye. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.